I really don't think happy people hate. And so uh, if you have someone hating on you, you just have to ask yourself, are they even happy? Or if you find yourself hating on someone, um, are you happy in that moment? Like, where is the spirit coming from? And so I think that um, when you talk about haters, just remember this, that uh, anything that's disruptive, anything that's new, anytime you're putting your magic out in the world, uh, you can expect um, pushback. You can expect people to throw stones at you, um, you know, because there's a lot more cynics and critics, you know, misery loves uh, company, so to speak. And I think that uh, we can learn a lot. I remember Jay-Z, most of you know who Jay-Z is for real, but I remember reading an article about Jay-Z and he talked about, he knew that he was arriving. He knew that he was making an impact uh, when people from all industries came out and started hating on him. Uh, he said, I knew that I had arrived at that moment in time. And so uh, there's a lot of different ways to look at it. I think the most important thing is not to buy into someone else's opinion. Um, don't let that become your reality. And it's, it's easier said than done. Uh, especially if you're being attacked, right? Um, you know, it's it's a lot easier. But a friend of mine uh, from Dallas used to always say, uh, barking dogs do not chase parked cars. Barking dogs don't chase parked cars. So if you're going to do something, it's important, again, just to expect it. And uh, it reminds me of a project that I started, and we were looking to evolve it, and uh, we did. And this project, the, the company... Uh, took off, right? We put 1.9 million people onto a platform uh, in less than 45 days. And um, it was a big, big, big concept. It was a big vision. And we attracted, you know, everyone in the world. But the most, uh, most important thing that I learned through that process was um, was your frenemies, right? Was people that became your friends when they thought you had something to offer to them. Um, but then they were quickly to shift with your enemies if it didn't work out the way they thought. And uh, we were so popular. We were in the top 20 most visited websites in, in the world uh, for about 60 days. We were featured in TechCrunch. Um, and I would love to say that we were featured because of all the innovation that we were wanting to do. Uh, but the reality of it is we weren't prepared for that level of success, right? That level of success, that level of impact crushed our, our platform. And so what happened at that time is every cynic, every critic in the world came out for one reason. They wanted our traffic and they started posting as negative, uh, as much negative stuff as they could about me personally and about the company because that is what people read. That was their search engine. That was their optimization process because they wanted to steal traffic because as you went to read their blogs or their articles, they were making money off of visits. They were making money off of views. They were making money off ads that they were serving up. And so, uh, but for me, the impact emotionally was the same. You know, I, I, I uh, uh, because, you know, the intention was to win. The intention was to do great. The whole concept was about, showing people their ripple effect in the world and the power that one person can have. And, uh, you know, the learning lesson that I gained was just huge that, um, you know, big visions move people both from a standpoint of inspiring people and also of creating contrast, creating polarization of people that aren't moving uh, people, right? Uh, and they would rather tear you down than build themselves up or, you know, uh, congratulate someone for their courage or congratulate someone for having the, um, 
the strength uh, to to fail. And uh, I just want to, you know, uh, I think let you guys know that anytime you're going through that process, um, you know, I have a friend of mine that literally just did a podcast with Joseph McClendon III, and um, someone asked uh, on a live that we were doing, should I respond to the naysayers? And he said, no. He said, why reward them with your response? Because they want they want you to feed into their negativity. And I tend to agree with him. I mean, I think the the best way to respond to naysayers or haters is to continue your path forward, to go win in the open market, to keep shining, to keep throwing your magic out there. And, you know, just remember that you're not going to be 100% with everyone. It's impossible. The minute you do that, the minute you become a people pleaser, right? And then you lose your own identity. You lose what you're standing for. Um, remember the Harry, Harry, um, the Harry Potter principle, right? And uh, J.K. Rowling talks about it whenever she uh, wrote the book Harry Potter because uh, she got a ton of hate. And she said, listen, um, for some people to love you, there's got to be people to hate you. And in marketing and business and in life, it's important that everyone remembers that in order to have greatness, you also have to have something that's not so great. It's called polarization. It's the only way that we can truly be grateful for the positive things that are going on in the world. Um, you know, a quote that I think um, is really, really amazing is a quote that um, I read years ago, and it said, great poetry terrifies the herd. Great poetry terrifies the herd. And, you know, think about that as you're going out and you're uh, becoming the poet um, and you're writing your own poetry as uh, a metaphor as the journey of your life um, is keep going. And, you know, remember that as human beings, the next time you criticize or condemn, look at the fingers pointing back at you. When someone's going out and trying to do something for the positive or they're trying to spread something um, from a from a position of, of doing better or inspiring more or or wanting to make an impact, remember that that they're only human. There's not anybody that's perfect in this world. So uh, I think it's super important to realize that you have to continue to lead with love for the haters. And, you know, part of that process, if you want to deconstruct why they're hating, it can give you broader understanding to have more empathy. So deconstruct, like, where they are they even happy? I can tell you 99% of the people that criticize, condemn, or become a hater is they're sad, they're miserable, they're frustrated, um, you know, or they failed miserably before and they haven't had the courage to get back up. So it's a lot easier to blame, shame, and justify and try to stop people for, that are attempting to do something that they didn't. So, um, you know, when something can be misunderstood, it will be misunderstood. I would just encourage everyone, always seek the truth, you know, seek your truth most importantly, because, uh, you know, the truth is undefeated and the high road process is very important when dealing with haters always take the high road you can't ever lose taking the high road a uh, business mentor of mine back in 2006 2007 told me one time he said listen he said brian you're so great on people but the minute you get around uh the critics and the 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 criticizers and the people that aren't going anywhere the, when you get around the herd they just drag you down into the gutter and he said, you can't get drugged down in the gutter. So I'm encouraging all of you, stay on the high road, stay the 1% and uh, protect the gates of your mind because that's where it all starts. And so uh, remember, um, happy people never hate, be happy, 
Continue to be yourself. Uh, appreciate you all listening to the podcast, and we will talk to you soon.